Shoot dang boy, I can't believe that time machine I bought off the internet actually worked. And I managed to squeeze my producer in that little thing with me. It was gonna be a tight squeeze, but my barrel of meat grease helped us slip and slide right in, y'all. We are broadcasting live from 25 years ago in contention once again. No matter what reality or time-space continuum we are in, we are always right here for y'all at 694.2 PTBP. The world's only time-traveling pirate radio station. Now this timeline's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Matt Makes Messes, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod, a remarkably helpful, cool, and easy thing to do. He writes, Contention PD has issued a warning for residents to be on the lookout for a devilishly handsome six foot one British man with brown hair and brown eyes who goes by at Matt Makes Messes on Twitter. This individual has been seen being too attractive for his own damn good, and CPD have warned not to approach this individual for fear of him talking to you about RPGs and other useless nerdy shit for far too long. If you have any information, please contact Officer Poppy Cox of the Contention Police Department. Well, Matt makes messes. You may be beautiful. You may be tall. Heck, you might even be British for all I know. But I'd like to see if you can make as big a mess as I can, boy. I've made houses unlivable just by being near them. Cleared out an entire neighborhood with the stank that my mess produces. I have made a dumpster behind an all-you-can-eat buffet. My residence. My kingdom. The rats gather around my grease-coated frame. I am the king of mess, and you will respect and fear me as I sit atop my garbage throne. But thanks for writing in, buddy. <laughs> Remember, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Instagram or Twitter, tag Pretending to Be People on Facebook, or write a five-star review on iTunes and email us at pretendingpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the show financially over on patreon.com slash pretending pod. Become an honorary police officer for $5 a month and instantly access five exclusive bonus episodes, including a Q&A session with the cast, an absurd game of Everyone is John with Justin, a disgusting game of The End of the World with Taylor, and a cartoonishly silly two episode run of Magnum Vice Fury Force, GM'd by Jake, who voiced a young Ferguson Beans on the show. This game is so wild, y'all. Normally the PCs would be cops, ex-special forces, or informants sent on a mission by an angry police captain. But not this time. No, Jake wanted the mission to be doled out by the fanatic pasture of a fringe religious group. So join Joe as Nelson Fairbanks, choir director and kung fu master. Zach as Christian, rookie believer and youth minister. Luke as Homo Wackett's golden boy of the youth group and baseball prodigy. 
and Thomas as Mike Megabyte, church IT guy and hacker along for the ride as they go in search of Satan in 1986 Honolulu, Hawaii. Again, that's all available when you become an honorary police officer for $5 a month over on patreon.com slash pretending pod. That's enough news for now, and I'm sure you're just as antsy to see what it's like here in the past. Well, two things will always be true. One, shit is crazy fucked. And two, Wolf has the tunes to shake loose the foundations of reality. So get ready. It's an oldie. It's timeless and perfect for a spineless crisis. It's Moondance by Blue False Indigo. They did a smash. They did the, they did the mash. They did the monster mash. They did the mash. It was a graveyard smash. <laughs> <laughs> they did the fuck. They did, they did the, the monster, monster fuck. <laughs> Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, spooky scary. Men boys becoming men. Oh my god. We're, we're in the men becoming month. men. Boys becoming wolves. You're so bad at knowing how it works. <laughs> I'm bad at knowing how a lot of stuff works. It's October 1st, guys. Yeah, we're yeah, in, yeah. This, we're yeah. in the spooky it's season. Scary time. It's our season to shine. Hell yeah, dude. I think it's a perfect time to start a spooky woods story. Well, and if you're starting the podcast with this episode uh, at any point in the future that's not like the fall, I suggest you just stop and wait a year. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> just go ahead and wait, wait until it's the spooky times. You got to know where we're coming from, and mm-hmm. you're just not going to get it otherwise. Also, if you're starting the podcast now, go back and listen to it from episode <laughs> one, probably, would be the best way to go about well, but this. That one's a little tricky because you have to start it in December 2018. So That's true. <laughs> That's true. It'd be hard. Can you time travel, listener? Hey, listener. If you can... Appear in this room right now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God. Whoa. Hey. Hey. You can't just come in here, buddy. Hello. I am a time traveler. Are you guys glad the podcast is over? <laughs> what time are you? What time are you from? <laughs> oh goodness. So we're doing a we're doing a new we're doing a new story set in the same universe. When did I tell you guys to start working on characters for this? Like three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Around there. And, and then we made them last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. When I told you guys to make characters, did uh-huh. you expect it to be in the same? Yeah, I, what did I tell you? I told you to make high schoolers. You, you told us pretty much exactly what's about to happen. High schoolers in the woods. <laughs> that it's a prequel. Well, in the same, oh, yeah. yeah. Prequel. Yeah. A, while, a while back, you told us to prepare to make new characters. And I <laughs> figured that our characters would die and we would just come in. You know, well, he figured our characters would die. 
Yeah, but we but we we fucked up those plans <laughs> uh, in but a very I, fun way. I didn't expect to be well when you first brought it up. I didn't expect to be a high schooler, but you know, here we are. Here we are. So for those listening, I have asked these boys to create high schoolers to play a little game in the woods. That's where we're at for this one. That's what Zach likes to do with his free time. Play with high schoolers in the woods. Just take high school boys out for games in the woods. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good place to uh, role play. It's called orienteering. <laughs> I run a course. How many times do I have to tell you, Thomas? I'm fully licensed and accredited. Yeah, go out to one of those team building things out in the woods. Walk on a rope. And a lot of that's rope. what that is. A lot of rope walking. <laughs> so much rope walking. Get ready. I hope you guys have rope walking as a skill. I wrote it down as my craft on your character sheet. Have sheets. 100% on rope walking. So we, we sat down and made characters last week. And just to give you guys, a uh, listeners, a parameter of what to expect here, the whole last uh, arc with the characters that we played, we did a Pulp Cthulhu mashup, and on this one, we did not do that. <laughs> uh, so for their characteristic, they, uh, what are they called? Stats um, for the like strength and constitution and power and stuff, I gave them 60 points to put in, which would average out to 10 points on each stat there. Which means that they're weaker. They're the worst characters. Makes us a lot daintier. Exactly. And the hit points. We're just we're just helpless little teen boys like Zach likes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Out in the woods. It's just because I want to teach young men how to become better men. I'll probably die eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, everybody dies eventually. But... Exactly. But sooner if I'm around. <laughs> and well, that hasn't been the case <laughs> in this show so far. <laughs> But it might be coming up. And then for the skills, I gave them 400 points to put into the different skills, which is considerably less than even a Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green character. He also put the parameter on there that we couldn't have any skill higher than 50, which puts another layer of squishiness on us. Yeah, there's a bit of squish. We're just helpless little boys. Just out here in the woods. Is that the only thing you wrote on your character sheet? No, just, (laughs) just... what does Zach want to do to us out here? Torment, scare, kill. And push the narrative along. All right, we got him, boys. We got him. We got him. All right, <laughs> FBI, come on in. <laughs> Hello! Hello, <laughs> well, Zach. I am a time traveler <laughs> from the FBI. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this has been going on long enough. Let's dive into... The game. Damn it. Fuck. Oh, did you not want to play tonight? <laughs> no, I just I lost the game. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. It's been a while. Yeah. All right, diving right in. We see a high school classroom. And the round clock up on the wall, like all high school clocks, the normal analog clock, <laughs> says 3.30 on it and on the whiteboard or chalkboard regardless is the word detention and Uh sitting at the only desk that is occupied in the room is a boy a helpless boy thomas what does this boy look like like um judd nelson in the breakfast club but really young like 13 14 he even looks young for his age but he's still trying to put on like a pretty tough so what's he wearing denim cut off jacket he's got kind of raggedy 
like pretty thin western shirt on wranglers jeans uh and some some kind of punky boots and a scowl what's perpetually (laughs) what's he doing right now sitting alone in detention he's got his arms crossed and he's just staring at the clock and kind of tapping his toes and even if there were other people in this room like he's he would be he's giving off the vibe like fuck off i've got enough friends mr pettymore you know that you're supposed to be doing your schoolwork. He, he rolls his eyes <sighs> the teacher also rolls his eyes uh the teacher is wearing a sweater vest and uh, some slacks and kind of like an oversized shirt underneath the sweater vest that's poofing out from underneath it. And he's got horn rim glasses and he is equally scowling at you when there is a knock on the door and two more young boys come into the room. What do these boys look like, Joe and Luke? Uh, you see uh, Ken Krinklehoff walk in and he's wearing a letterman jacket, but he also is like 13 or 14, so he wouldn't shouldn't have one. It happens to be one that was bought for him by his dad and told that he need to wear to visualize himself <laughs> in the future. But he's tall and uh, very fit, and he's got uh, a great head of hair, and uh, he walks in uh, with a lot of uh, his, held, his head held high. He's got a lot of self-esteem behind him, and he's got a swagger to his walk. And the teacher greets you very warmly. He's like, oh, Ken, what a surprise. So good to see you come into my classroom on a day like this. How, how you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing extremely, extremely much better now that now that you're here. And oh, my God, look who it is, Ash. Oh, my two favorite students. Jeremy Pettymore, real quick, just gives both of them like a look and pulls out his denim jacket so the teacher can't see, but he gives them a like jack off motion. Like, okay, like, uh, <laughs> all right, jack offs. Uh, Ash walks in. He is like the average uh, freshman high school height, like however tall that is, five <laughs> something. Got like black hair, just kind of messily placed on his head. Uh, he's got a white t-shirt on with kind of like a like a sleeveless jacket vest kind of thing uh, that's buttoned up over his white t-shirt and it's a mix between like cheetah print and horn uh, horns what is it houndstooth uh, but it's like cheetah print colored acid wash jeans and some like uh, kind of like scuffed up tennis shoes on and he walks in and he just kind of winks at the teacher and he looks and he sits down at a desk ash I am I am positive that you don't have detention today. What are you boys doing in my classroom? We saw that uh, our, our buddy Jeremy was in here. We thought we'd come keep us Jeremy, keep company. Jeremy, get back to work. Sorry, uh, you were saying? <laughs> we just uh, we had some work that we could get done, and we yeah. just thought we'd do it down here with, with Jeremy. Just make sure he didn't feel alone down here. Yeah, Ken and I have a group project that, well, my, my parents don't really want people uh, to come over until they're at home, and uh, Ken's is too far to walk to, so uh, we figured we'd just hang out here until until uh, we got done with our our stuff. Well, you know that here at Silas Cole K through 12, we don't necessarily appreciate people joining in on detentions when they don't quite have detention might give off the wrong idea that it's something fun to do, but you know, you you two are allowed to do whatever you want. You know that Jeremy, get back to work. Well, hey, you want me to do my schoolwork, right? Yes. Fuck, the only schoolwork I got is with these two. Jeremy cursing. (laughs) Sorry, sir. And he looks at the two of you and he's like, all right, 
Are you actually going to keep him in line? He is in our class with the this this group project. Okay, well, yeah, somebody responsible has to be in here and Ken, since you're you got here, me here, that's of course. fine. I I actually I'm I need to run down to the teachers lounge real quick and Okay, I'll 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 be I'll be back shortly. Yeah, we'll put we'll put our nose to the ground. Jeremy, don't get we? back to work. Yes, sir. And the uh, the the teacher leaves the room and closes the door behind him. Jeremy flips some huge double birds as the door closes. Your fingers like grow. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I knock some stuff off his desk, and I'm like, "All right, let's get out of here, losers." Jeremy, what'd you do this time? Oh, you just know what? What's that guy's name? <laughs> Your oh, teacher. my teacher's name is uh, uh, Benji Krinkelhoff. Uh, no relation. Oh. You know, you, <laughs> there's so many Krinkelhoffs in contention. It's That's a crazy. common contention name. You know, old Benji just hates me. He just has it out for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, plus, I called him a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from down the hallway, cursing! <laughs> Y'all ready for the woods tonight? I open up my like little sweater jacket thing and lining the inside is just a bunch of like uh, water dynamite. What's water dynamite? The little red things that you can throw in water and they'll still explode underwater. Oh. M80s? They're kind of like M80s. Yeah. yeah those are But sick. they're like waterproof M80s. Oh, you guys were, we were, we were at, we were going to do that. Uh, yeah. No, sure. Of course. Just like every you, Are you nervous? What do you mean? Yeah. You, I, you scared old match? I, I, I just, I thought maybe we were, we were maybe skipping, but no, it's, it's cool, but let's do it. Well, you might not want to see... We're going to go back to my house before we go to the woods, and I got some. I got something that I wouldn't even bring to school at home that explodes. <laughs> Is that a penis joke? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, a fi- it's fireworks. <laughs> or maybe something more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have to talk to my mom and dad, and, you know, they've been riding me lately, but... It it is our last hurrah for this year. So well, uh, my older brother said I could take his car out. We can drive all the way out there. He's gonna be partying with his stupid girlfriend anyway. That probably won't fly with my mom, but I'll, I'll meet you guys there for sure. Well, you can just you come over to my house. You don't have car, to tell your mom. I'm I'm sorry, guys. You you know how they are. It's a sick '91 Firebird. It's practically brand new, dude. Maybe next year I'll be able to ride in it, but this year I've. I gotta do what they say. All right, you're a fuck, just like Mr. Krinklehoff. We'll see you out there. Cursing! As he comes back into the room, and Mr. Krinklehoff looks at the stuff that was on his desk that is now on the ground, and he looks specifically at Jeremy Pettymore. You shouldn't have left the window open, man. That's another... Hey, man, actually, our our school project, it's outside. We gotta go out in the woods and gather some sticks and stuff, so I'll see y'all around. It's for our biology class with uh and then ash ash can't think of a biology teacher because he's not in biology this semester it's for biology <laughs> right Ken? right by Bi- bi biology mr krinkelhoff it, it uh that's what he you was working Ken, on right all right well ken if you if you say so that's that's fine but sir uh, right. jeremy yeah benji before you leave you're gonna be here with me tomorrow too okay i'll look forward to it wait no tomorrow's saturday we have the the big uh the big parade yeah, no, um, yeah, Monday. Thought, okay, yeah. Detention, right. right here, 
whole time and you're gonna work. Don't think you're not gonna work. These two can't come in every single day and save you. I mean, Ken's got sport practice, you know? That's true. On Mondays, that's when you do sport. I wouldn't miss it. You better not. You are the best at the whole the whole team. You're the, yeah, in, in, in school, perhaps even in the state, you're one of the best. I understand that a lot of people's hopes and dreams are pinned on me and it uh, it's never lost on me. My dad said you're that talking uh, weird. you're the only reason that anyone would ever hear of contention uh, once you're a senior, bringing us to the, the game, the my, big game. My dad always says I'm going to put the family on the map, that's for sure. The whole town's counting on you. The Krinkelhoff name, I, <laughs> I know, Ken, that we're not technically blood-related, but... Uh, <laughs> It would be really nice to to have our name shining in lights. That's right, you Benji. Them coattails, Benji. That's right, Benji. You married into the Krinklehoff family and took your wife's last name, right? Yeah, and this is the '90s, so that's emasculating and strange. <laughs> Just like you. Let's go, boys. I think. Well, what are you guys doing tonight? We're already out the door. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, as you guys are walking down the hallway, let's get a sense of. Hey, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm sorry that even though we're acting, uh, I felt real animosity towards an authority figure, like <laughs> <laughs> giving me any guff. <laughs> It's just our natural relationship. (laughs) As you guys are walking down the hall, I think we've gotten a a decent sense of who your characters are, but how do you walk down the high school hallway, each of you? I'm curious. Uh, I'm probably kind of leading the way up toward the front, maybe even a little further ahead than it would be to look like I was with these people. I've got a lighter, the lighter that I'm going to use for fireworks lighter in my hand, and I'm just running it down the lockers to make like a clink, 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 clink sound. I'm just on my smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) i like that it's the only thing that no it's it's my my only rule uh is no smartphones (laughs) it's a school well it is 1994 right doesn't matter years years 25 years later 25 25 years years earlier yeah okay time i don't care for it yeah that's why i decided to on our very first podcast venture, run a role-playing game based around time travel. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Wait, what? Yeah, huh? <laughs> that's fair. So, as you guys are walking down the hallway, you see one of the upperclassmen, oh, hey guys, looking in his locker, putting his books up and stuff, and he's like, what are you guys up to tonight? What the, I mean... Come on, man. Tonight's the night we go out in the woods. You know how we boys do. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's your guys' thing, right? You guys go look for Madge or whatever? Yeah, that's our thing. It's out of the three of us. That's our thing. Uh, it's certainly a, a thing that we've That's we've our done. thing. We've done. Yeah, it's, it's our, really It's kept us together it. over you know all the years. We kind of became different people, kind of started hanging out with a little different groups, but it's the one thing that keeps us yeah. tied together like glue. Well, are you guys going to find her this year or what? Yeah, man. I mean, that's always been I mean, the that's idea. that's the goal. We're gonna find her. What are you doing tonight? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll find her. Oh, I'm just going over to like probably like the you know the um, <laughs> um you know. Hey man, we'll have fun doing uh, that. Are you on weed? Yeah. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. Hey, that's not cool, man. Dare to resist drugs, alcohol, violence. Uh, resist. <laughs> Drugs, alcohol, resistance, education. Yep. Yeah, sure. There we go. Yeah, it works, man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, it, it's real. By the way, my brother uh, has said if I ran into you to tell you that he's out and uh, to get a hold of him. That's cool. I, I could use some. Oh, do you guys want? Uh, should I? Am I supposed to sell weed to freshmen? I'm. I, I'm. I'm good for now. Ken. Ken is uh, suddenly pretending to like not be involved in the conversation. He's kind of like turned around and is maybe like kicking the locker across the hall. <laughs> he's hey, not, Ken. Hey, Ash. Ash. Uh, no, no, but, uh, Dude, we got to be on our toes tonight. He's kind of waving you know? and walking down the hall. A little further now. That's true. We gotta. We gotta be okay. Well, Clevemore, we gotta. We gotta get on our way. I'll see you later. Yeah. All see. Right. All right. Goodbye, Eduardo. You Cleavemore. know, I prefer it when you call me Eduardo. It's well. It's, it's the name I've chosen. Yeah. I just like to call people by their last names sometimes. All right. Well, it's rude, but I like you anyway. Okay. Bye, Eduardo. Thank you. That guy's exhausting. <laughs> it's, it's like talking it's to a talking to a fucking turtle. <laughs> Like talking to Eeyore. I would, I don't, that guy gets high every day, and I personally, as Jeremy Pettimore, cannot relate to that. And we skip on down the hallway. <laughs> Ash and I arm in arm, and we're like, what are, we're like reaching out for Ken. <laughs> Ken what, what is the Ken, contention? What is the contention high school mascot? Ooh, uh, the octopi. Did we ever, was it, is that canon? Let's make it something I weird. I said it. O- octopus isn't bad. It's uh, Silas Cole K through 12. Is the name of the school and uh, uh, what was his industry? It could be besides mi- orphans. It could be miners. The miners, one hundred percent. The yeah, miners. we know how much Zach likes that. The forty miners. <laughs> stop, stop making that joke. You're not. Oh, thank you. Dangerous. I didn't even get it because <laughs> that's not how my mind works. Your, your head was swirling with lore. <laughs> that's exactly right. I was like, I do like mines. <laughs> Lore is the name of a young boy he's had his eye on. Well, it's short for Lauren, <laughs> spelled like the boy name. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah. On the way out, I there uh, the mascot is a guy with one of those uh, hard hats on with a light and headlamp. It, and he's got the pickaxe in one hand and he's holding out his other. And I jump up and I smack his hand, give him a high five. <laughs> Except and I, it's a huge, like it's a giant mascot head. <laughs> Oh, that's fun! Like, like one of the cow, like like it's an oversized it's head, a like giant a mascot mascot head of a minor dude, and he's just like yes, he's got a little like foam hand. It's important that yes. the head is massive, yes, <laughs> with a giant minor hat on it. Yeah, that's very fun. Yeah, I jump up and give him a little high five for for good luck for the team, for Ken and for tonight. He topples over, <laughs> just too top heavy, and you guys head off. All right, Luke. Ash Hornbeam. Hornbeam. What is it? Hornbeam. Hornbeam. That's fun. H o r n b e a m. Hornbeam. And Thomas, your character is Jeremy Pettymore. I believe we already know how to spell that. Uh, a lot of people don't. Ash, you. It's not with a Y. It's with an I. Ash, you. Uh, you mentioned that you have a car for the evening. I believe. I do. I have my older brother's car. It's a. I think I said a ninety-one Firebird, which. Is an ugly car. <laughs> what color is it? That weird, like gold color from the nineties. Very cool. Uh, so, as you guys are making your way out to the woods of contention for this evening, you are driving in this ninety-one Firebird. Luke, how fast are you driving? 
How fast is Ash driving? Am I on a main road or the dirt road? It's a main road. It's like a country road, probably. Yeah, two lane. Okay, I'm going the speed. I'm going like probably 10 over till we get to the a dirt road and then just pedal to the middle. All right. So as soon as you turn on the dirt road to the contention woods, you put the pedal to the metal. I just fishtail into the dirt road and just dust is flying out. Scream! I, I reach over and turn the tape deck up and Copperhead Road is blasting. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll a drive check for me. Uh, when he does that, I'm like, dude, don't don't bust the speakers. And then I look at him and laugh. I'm like, it's my brother's car. And as you laugh, you uh, look back at the road and you see a squirrel has run out directly in your wheel's path. I rolled a 44 on a 50. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Okay. My brother lets me drive his car a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you are very good at fishtailing and whipping the back end of this firebird around. And as soon as you see it, you... So I, uh, I'm i still fishtailing and I see it. So I kind of turn the wheel to where the car kind of like goes sideways on the road, goes underneath the car. I like start driving backwards and flip it around and basically do a 360 and keep going straight. And the squirrel looks at you with these massive cartoonish eyes before it dips off into the woods. When it's staring at me, I do a finger gun and wink. <laughs> Jeremy's like, what the hell, man? Are you trying to get me killed over a squirrel? Hey, man. They're people, too. And you guys pull in. It's got to be popular to everybody, huh? You know, it, it works. <laughs> it actually works out really well that you rolled a crit success on your first roll as Ash Hornbeam. Bean? I keep fucking this up. Beam. Hornbeam. I want to say bean. Hornbean. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> offshoot of the beans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mm. Yes, well, we don't really speak with the hornbeam, cousins, <laughs> but... So you guys pull into this parking lot. It's a gravel parking lot for the Contention Woods, and there are two cars in the parking lot currently, one of which has a notice that is taped up on the driver's side window, and the other has a boot on the back left wheel. What does the notice say on the car? Move your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. A, uh, move your car or we'll put a boot on it. <laughs> and you guys see that there is a little shack at the entrance, which you know is typically unoccupied. And it is like the entrance to the woods. So it's where the trailhead is. Is it like a park ranger Check exactly. Also, they're in the parking lot right next to it. Next to this little shack is a SUV, uh, like a Bronco. Let's go with a Ford Bronco that is uh, got a lift kit on it. I want to reach back into the back seat or like into the the console of the car. Get out a little piece of paper. Write, uh, please don't boot my car, ash horn beam, and put it uh, underneath the windshield wiper. It's going to be crazy when they find our bodies. Like, <laughs> uh, You said like a Bronco, though? Yeah. Is it any notice or boot on that? No. So fresh. Fresh. Does it look like the Ranger's car? It does. Okay. Um, I want to just in general shitheadery and hooliganism and anger at, <laughs> at, at my dad. Um, 
I want to see if those cars are unlocked. Absolutely. Just, like, do some petty theft from them. You guys were extremely mature police officers, so I'm sure making you <laughs> freshmen in high school won't... Uh... Mine, mine, who I specifically was like, yeah, this guy's got a huge chip on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Is it visible? Seems like it might be visible. And go ahead and roll a search check first. Ooh, critical success, 11. They are both unlocked. And in the first one, you find almost nothing. It has been cleaned out perhaps previously by someone else. Any like identifiable, like can we find out who the car belongs to? It's so clean inside that it looks like someone came in and took everything out of it already. And in that's, that's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. And the other one, you find a bunch of camping equipment, and there is in the console a title for the vehicle uh, that belongs to one Stuart Feldman. Do we know who that is? No. Is it registered in contention or somewhere else? It is registered in the city. Okay. We didn't bring any any camping stuff. Should we just take that? We can return it later. Yeah, Stu hasn't been around in a while, so. Is this the one with the dude on it? Real nice tent. It's the one with the, uh, The the notice on it. What do you think? We can always just bring it back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like that idea. Do we find any any liquor or anything? Uh, you find liquor and a pistol uh, with ammunition. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, dude. This is a badass piece. Ash gets kind of nervous, but uh, I, so <laughs> I, I, have, I wave it around. <laughs> I, I, I have all those fireworks in my jacket, and then I found a stick of dynamite at my grandpa's house, so I brought that with me. Whoa, okay, we're going to shoot the stick of dynamite later. But you're going to... Sh- I don't want to touch the gun. I checked the gun to the see rule. if it's loaded or... It is loaded. Holy crap, this is awesome. I'm going to grab the tent and a sleeping bag. Sure. Can I peek into the shack to see if the ranger's in there? Yeah, and as you walk up to it and peek in, you do see there is an elderly man sitting on a stool. It's got one of those like open air windows that you he would like greet you from basically. Right. And he is he was asleep until you walked up. Fuck. And, and this is this is the ranger. This is the ranger. But as soon as you poke man, your head got, in, he's got a sweet fucking ride for such an old man. I know. He kind of. <clears throat> <laughs> Hello there. Hi, Jeff. Je- young boys, what are you doing in th- tonight in these woods of contention? Well, hey, hey, Jeb, we're here for our yearly camping trip. So you misread the situation because this is not the normal forest ranger of contention. And you see that he's actually wearing a uniform that is issued by the state. And he says, well, it says right here, Woodrow. Uh, you can call me Buzz. As that is my nickname, and uh, wait, didn't you just say his name was Jeb? No, you did. I know, but that was <laughs> that was. I didn't make that up, did I? I think so. I think you did. I thought I heard it. You're uh, just so good at improv that you just. <laughs> well, and <laughs> you're so bad at it. <laughs> and looking around, you see that uh, he's got a cane. You've, you've misread the situation. You've man. misread the situation. <laughs> no, sir. but. I've already written down this man's name (laughs) and he's got a cane next to him and you would see looking around the little shack there are clipboards all like hanging on the wall and at this desk and there are fire extinguishers 
axes, machetes, flashlights, hand sanitizer, and a first aid kit, and a bunch of other stuff like that. And you do see there is a, uh, a board behind him with pictures and pieces of paper thumbtacked into the board, like a bulletin board kind of thing. And he says, I'm going to need to take down some of your information as, you know, all these uh, people been going missing around here in contention. So we just need to make sure that we have all of the information necessary for well, well, any people who are coming into the did, woods. Well, that way we have the a, information. Oh, a, sorry, I didn't did you hear ever, you there. Did you ever consider that a goo monster was taking them to the past? Not even a little bit, son. Are yeah, you high right now? No, I was just fucking around with you. Hey, what happened to Jeb, the normal guy? Well, and he points back at the board, and there's a picture of Jeb. It's a Polaroid. And there's a piece of paper like behind each each Polaroid. And he says, we're going to need to take a couple pictures of you both and get some information as well. Son, what's your name? And he holds a Polaroid up to you and snaps a picture. It's a picture of me blinking in the <laughs> flash. And then uh, I'm like, uh, Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy Pettymore. Jeremy Pettymore. And what is your business in the woods this evening? Uh, we're just going camping. Okay. And did you bring along anything with you aside from normal camping gear? Just a keen sense of imagination and wonder and hope for the world in the future despite uh, the circumstances I come from personally in my broken home. I still got a lot, I think, to live for. That, that is very nice to hear. I like that. I like you. <laughs> and he writes all that information down. <laughs> And then he looks up and he says, one last question. If you were to be scared and run away in some place, where might we find you if you were hiding? Probably the old caves. Probably the old caves indeed. And then he looks over at Ash and he says, oh, I like the jib of your cut. And he takes a picture of you. And it's me smiling, giving thumbs up. And it is an extremely good picture. You might be the most photogenic person in contention. He says, what's your name there, Sonny? Hornbeam. Ash Hornbeam. Ash, comma, Hornbeam. Alrighty. And what are you up to tonight in the woods? Well, we take this trip every year. Uh, Probably meeting a friend uh, down there. Uh, Probably going to come down later, but... Me and uh, this guy and another buddy, every year we come down here and we, you know, just boys night in the in the woods. Yes, sir. We've done it four years running. Four years running. You must be very close friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the closest. And uh, did you bring anything with you this evening, Mr. Hornbeam, that is not traditional camping equipment? Just the tent and uh, this sleeping bag, but I see there's a first aid kit in there. Could we borrow that? Yeah, well, of course you can. I normally like to keep it here with me for people who may need it later. And they come here looking for it. It's like if your kid goes missing in the grocery store, you don't want them to go looking about for you. You want them to stay as close to you as possible. I remember one time my grandchild, Poppy, he he went missing in the grocery store and we never found him. Well, well did you ever consider that a goo monster was taking him back to the past? You have a funny sensibility about you and I enjoy it thoroughly. Well, sometimes your first aid kit grows up and you, you just got to let it go on its own. Ha, 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 Same ha, with ha, the ha, ha. Sometimes our our normal campsites a little overgrown. What about maybe could we have one of those machetes to maybe cut down brush and whatnot? Well, you're going to need to roll a persuade check to get one of those. 
They're in alphabetical order. I know. <laughs> that only helps if you can read. That's <laughs> eh, a fail. Well, you know, Sonny, I I like to keep this one here just in case if uh, if there's any grass that grows too quick around here. You know what I mean? I know yeah, what you see, mean. Unlike the first aid kit, you're going to keep it because you're not entirely bad at your job. Exactly. I figure when all goes to chaos and we're, we're desperately hunting, like searching for our lives... If that were to happen, I hope not. You know, mm-hmm. I figure we can just loot this place silly once all goes to <laughs> yeah. hell, and we, you there know, we we'll find this guy with his head ripped off or something. I doubt it. And I, I was like, shh, shh. <laughs> very strong, and I've got my head on my shoulders tight. My mom always said that if my head wasn't attached to my shoulders, I wouldn't be alive. What else does your mama say? Does she ever tell you anything else? Yeah, she once told me that if you've got two birds, then why are you looking in bushes? Why don't you tell me some more? And as he does, I want to kind of like sneak around and try to maybe steal some of that shit. In order to help him, I want to pull a slingshot out, light one of my fireworks, and kind of fling it out past Um, to create a distraction. That is some good old-fashioned like childhood shenanigans. I would like you both to roll stealth for me. Can I roll pranks for mine? Okay, so Luke, oh, yeah, <laughs> Luke, dude, yes, Luke made a uh, skill under craft, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and you can craft pranks. So that I'm crafting a prank right now. Okay, so first slash off, slash distraction, you're gonna roll the prank first, and if you succeed, then it'll give Thomas a boost to his stealth okay. roll. That is a forty-six on a fifty. I would also like to use criminology instead of stealth. You absolutely as a, can. As a Pettymore child, like my mom and dad are just addicts and I come from a bad home, but the uncles that I've been fostered out to occasionally are all quite criminal and they're the only people I have to look up to. All right. Uh, so I've, I've caught a thing or two. Well, I'll give you a uh, plus 40 on your criminology check here. That would That takes me up to a 70. And I roll a four. Congratulations. Do you guys want to describe what happens? What all was in here again? A lot of clipboards. We've got the bulletin board with the pictures and the information. Mm -hmm. We've got fire extinguishers, axes, machetes, flashlights, hand sanitizer, and a first aid kit that is already in Ash's hands. I have stuffed that into the sleeping bag, which I will make into a regular bag until I sleep in it. I would like to um, focus on the clipboards. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna grab a fire extinguisher and then a machete for everybody. Does he? Does he leave? <laughs> does he go check out the relatively big pop in the sky behind the shack? Yeah. So there's a. Uh, you pull out a slingshot and an M80, and I light the fuse and I sneak out of the view of the little window, and like fired up probably 20 feet past the shack. So he has to leave to go check it out. He goes. Oh. <laughs> My goodness, and you hear it, and he's like, "Oh, oh no, I, I, oh, I'm gonna be right back, boys. I need to take care of something." And he stands up and uses his cane to walk out of this little shack, and he heads over to the restrooms that are attached to the shack. So over the little counter, like through the window where you where he would talk to people, you just see like machetes and the fire extinguisher and flashlights all just like being cartoonishly tossed out to Keith. And I just catch them all in yeah. my sleeping bag. Perfect. <laughs> Keith. Uh, Ash. Oh, Ash. Ash. Oh, that's going to be fun. So did we pretty much get everything? 
Maybe one fire extinguisher just in case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two of everything. Two machetes, two axes, a fire three, extinguisher. Three flashlights if we can get them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, and then... Hand sanitizer? Let's get a hand, a hand sanitizer. sanitizer. And then I kind of want to take a look at the board. So looking at the board, you see lots of different types of people from contention. You recognize many of them because this is an extremely small town. And you would know that a lot of people have been going missing over the past month. And the contention police force is seemingly doing very little about it. They're not even really talking about it. Well, they just assume it's contention Rumspringa, where everybody goes out to the city for six months and... (laughs) You know, lives a sinful liberal life. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Learns about the world. So how many people are missing? 18. Holy shit. Is there anybody I don't recognize or anybody who really stands out? Yeah, there is is one guy who is named Stuart. What did I call that guy earlier? Uh, Stuart uh, Feldman. Stuart Feldman is a bald guy with an extremely thick jawline. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be upper middle aged, but in incredible shape. And looking at his information, he said that he was out in the woods on business and he is a Brit, it is noted. This is kinda this this kinda weird here, Ash. I right here looking for Madge. I think we might have stumbled on some some kind of a young adult coming of age bonding mystery. I agree. What's a what's a British guy doing in contention? I don't even know what that is. I that's what's a you, guy. <laughs> that's because you are always in detention and not doing your homework. Hey, you know. But hey, I know enough about geography that I can point it out on a map. I can't tell you why he's here though. That's like a three or four hour drive from. Oh, from look, hey, what, England. Here's a little map. Of the, here's a globe sitting on his desk. Could you point to that? And I point to Ireland. <laughs> That's pretty close. <laughs> if you were playing Keith, that would have been like an yeah. absolute win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, la- the last thing I want to look for um, are the keys to the, the Bronco. Okay. Can I see those in here anywhere? Uh, roll another search check for me there. 17 on a 50. You do. You see the keys to the Bronco, and they are attached to the keys for this shack, seemingly. I'm going to go ahead and pocket all of those. Are there any more keys? Nope. Okay. Ash gets a little kind of like nervous, but I don't say anything about it. Hey, come on, man. It's a role-playing game. It's just... (laughs) That's what I'm doing. We just thieve (laughs) in stealth. (laughs) The door opens to the bathroom, and you guys hide all of your stolen items, and... Buzz comes back and he says, "Yeah, and one more question there. Uh, if you were to go m- missing and running off somewhere, wh- where would you be hiding, Ash? Probably with uh, with my friends. So I assume the caves. Yeah, I mean that's where we. That's where he that's, said he'd that's where, be. That's where uh, I'd go hiding. All right, and I'm not too f- familiar with these caves, but they are. Where are they? They're in the far." West of yeah, in the in the in the northwest corner of the park on the globe, I point to contention. <laughs> I'm like they're right here, right there. Yeah, see. Okay, all right. And he writes that's next to Ireland. <laughs> I just You're learning. Out. Yeah, <laughs> he writes it all down, and then he sticks your guys' pictures up on the uh, board uh, along with the information behind them, and he says, "All right, there. Well." Welcome once again to these here fine woods of contention and be safe out there. 
if you find any uh, one of these people, and he like points at all the people whose pictures are now around your picture, you know, let us know. Can you take hey, a hold, hold on, Can wait. you take yeah. a picture of those pictures and give it to us so we might have a reference? Mm-hmm. I can absolutely spare one a single Polaroid. A single Polaroid <laughs> that'll just have tiny little. <laughs> Tiny, tiny little, little pictures we can't fucking see on it. <laughs> I got, I got, we got young eyes. Is it yet? Yeah. Is that Stu? I think so. <laughs> hey, sometimes I'm doing real good about pretending to be a child, and sometimes I'm not. But that's because I'm going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you guys head off to your normal camping spot. I would assume. Is it like a drivable trail down to there, or is it walking only? It's so we know that it is a trail that can handle a four wheeler, and it is technically wide enough to handle a vehicle as well. But it's not. You're not supposed to. Yeah, we'll leave the car here, right? What do you think, Jeremy? I, oh yeah. I mean, we don't want to. We already stole all this yeah. shit. We don't want to dread, like attract more attention by just driving over the. The parking barrier. My, my brother would kill me if we fucked up his beautiful car. Your brother's going to kill you one of these days anyway. He's a fucking maniac. I know, but, uh, well, he lets me borrow his car, so. Yeah, he's pretty cool. For now, uh. Hey, also, look, look, look at what we got from, from the car. And I, I waved the little liquor flask, I'm going to say. Yeah. I flashed the flask at him. And it's like, a massive flask. It holds like half a fifth. Oh, I, I look at him <laughs> and I. It's like it won't be enough. <laughs> I look at him and I kind of smile and I'm like, well, and out of my back pocket, I pull out a great Mad Dog 2020. Holy shit, And I'm like, dude. I'm like we're prepared for is tonight. Is tonight the night we become men? I think so. I think it is. So as Ash and Jeremy are heading down the trail, who's got a better survival skill between the two of you? I have a 30. Fuck, I thought we were still playing shit back, and I was like, I've never heard this at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is insane. (laughs) The look on your face, your eyes were like bugging out of your head legitimately. I was like, why does he look like that? Uh, you was, repeated the same words for the start of it and I was like, okay, we're listening back. Shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was spooky. I've got a 50. <laughs> okay, Thomas, go ahead and roll a survival check for me. 19. Congratulations. You notice as you're walking out there, you've been in these woods a fair amount of times and you see that there are tracks on this trail and you are pretty positive it looks like a car some some sort of vehicle and a smaller vehicle like a four-wheeler have both driven down this trail here's something weird man looks like both a car or some kind of some kind of large vehicle and a a four-wheeler have both driven down here recently i look down i'm like oh yeah i see it too damn we should have driven down here in my brother's car yeah i don't think that old guy pays too much attention Obviously not, oh, but we're at pretty least far he, down the trail anyway. He probably won't be giving us any trouble yeah. tonight then. That's Hell true. Yeah. yeah. Or come to our aid in, <laughs> in case of emergency. <laughs> Good thing we got that first aid kit. Yes, and hand sanitizer. And liquor that we can pour on any wounds. <laughs> so when you guys get to your normal camping spot, 
what do you do? How do you set up camp? Uh, I start I start building a fire right away. Okay, you notice immediately that there is no wood waiting for you. Normally, the contention uh, woods, each camping spot has enough wood for a fire waiting for people to come start a fire. And uh, you got a fire pit, but there's no wood. Damn, good thing there's that log over there and we have an axe. Yeah, get to, go, go ahead and chop that up. You want to help me? No. Okay, well, I go and start chopping at this uh, log that's 20 feet away from the campsite. I know how to light fires. I don't know how to create them. So while he's chopping wood, what are you up to, Jeremy? I I think it's kind of weird that there's no uh, there's no wood here, especially like Jeremy called ahead. He like made this reservation weeks ago for this spot. Like it, it was a weird amount of initiative for a 14 year old boy. Yeah, hi, uh, yeah, can I'd like to I'd like to reserve camp spot number B15. Uh, is Jeremy Pettymore? We come out there every year. Make sure he has some wood for us. It's, yeah. So um, I think it's pretty weird. I'm a little frustrated, but I also want to look around. I want to do a little search of the area to see what else is different. All right. Go ahead and roll a search for me. 89. I do not succeed. All right. So you go looking around in the in the woods in the area, and everything seems to be about normal. And Luke, while you're chopping the wood, I'm going to have you roll an alertness check. 42 on a 50. All right. Thomas, if you could leave the room. So I'm chopping at this log, and it's just... Usually the wood is, like, real nicely chopped and easy to make fires out of. I just have, like, some just misshapen giant pieces of wood that you know will eventually start a fire but i've never done this before disheartened by your attempt turn around and i just sit on one of the big pieces that i've chopped and just kind of take a break and as you're sitting there you hear a rustling and then you see a man's head pops up from behind one of the bushes alert ears looks left, looks right, looks, makes dead eye contact with you and pops back down under the bush. My heart stops and my palms get sweaty. Are your knees weak? Are your arms heavy? They are mom's spaghetti. She
seen it.